It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Hey, welcome to the Jeremiah Show, Dr. D. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. We uh, are back. Part back. two. I like the way you label these. Now, not because I got top billing, but because of the way it rhymes. How's that? These two parts are labeled Dr. D and me. Yeah, Dr. D and me. I we like don't it. get that often. I mean, usually there's always a guest, a special yeah. guest. Yeah. So every once in a while, we, we just do shows on topics that we want to talk about, yeah. and we catch up a little bit. And, and the most I like intriguing, that too. Yeah, and the most intriguing story thus far that we've had for season 10 is... <laughs> and keep in mind, there's only been one show. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the one you told about uh, the Amagon, a- Amazon, Amazon Go. Amazon. Go. Amazon Go. Amazon Go. Well, you were talking about that, how you uh, swipe your card or your phone, what have you, when, when you, you enter, in. and then you just pick whatever you want, and then as you walk out, you're being monitored by cameras like you wouldn't believe, uh, and then you walk out and you're automatically charged. Well, in my world, <laughs> I've been to a couple of places where one place I used cash. This is some time ago. And the person behind the counter was having the devil of a time figuring out how what change to give me. So I said, hey, let me give you let me give you a hint. I wasn't upset with was him. I Higgins? was very nice. I'm sorry? Was it a Higgins? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. It their toes. No, no, it wasn't a Higgins. And I said, let me give you a clue on how to count count out change. Okay, let's just say I gave him a 20 and the total was $15.47. I said, here's what you do. You start from the right side of the total and you're working your way up to the currency I gave you. So, 57, so you get pennies, 58, 59, 40, 48, 49, 50. Mm-hmm. Then you can get two quarters, 75, and now we're to $16. Then you get four ones, boom, you're done. Okay? They were very appreciative. And matter of fact, there was somebody else who was standing there too. Sounds like that con where the person tells you, I got this and that. And then before you know it, they walk out with a 20 that they gave you. <laughs> and then you walk out with 40. How much, how much extra did you make on this? Deal, uh, nothing. I was, I was trying to do the right thing, the ethical thing. <laughs> well, then I, I'm at uh, one of these clothing shops here on, uh, in Santa Barbara on the main street, state street. I won't mention the name. Although I may go back and talk to the manager about this because I think it's a serious problem. They have a, I was looking for some blue jeans and they were having a special. You buy one pair, get one pair, 50% off. Now we're going to round it up to make it easy. Let's just say they were $40 a pair. All right. Now, simple math would tell you if one pair is $40 and the second pair is 50% off, that means the second pair is $20, meaning the total is... $60. So the gal behind the counter, she's trying to figure this out. She pulls out her phone, can't do it. She actually grabs an electric ca- uh, calculator from under the counter to try to figure it out. She puts the two prices together, then tries to do the 50%. It's a, no, wait a minute. Now that is $79 for the two pair and the 50% officer. No, that's not right. And da 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 da. And I, I refused to help her. Because I thought, you know, if, if these people cannot do basic, and it you is got, to me basic you math. Pair, you got two pair for 40, didn't you? No, <laughs> I did not actually. But I still did get a rather substantial discount. I got I, I, uh, the final total that was charged to me, and this is why I'll go back to the manager. And if I have to pay the difference, it's only six bucks. I was only charged $54 and change. 
That is not 50% off. That's more than 50% off. And that they need to have their people trained on how to do this stuff. Uh, but that that's my story of... Oh, it's it's not stupidity. I think it's ignorance. It's ignorance. And our, it's a our confusing world out there. It is. <laughs> but one was with cash and the other one was a, with with a card, a plastic, yeah. okay? But you're still doing simple math. Well, uh, one pair for 20, 40, another pair for 20, that's 60. What's the tax on 60? Whatever the percentage is. Boom. You $64.72. No problem. And I wouldn't have cared if it was sixty four seventy two. I mean, she charged me fifty four thirty five, and it's like, and you're gonna be losing the company money over time. Should Doctor D go back? And let oh, the you know what? That's know. a let good question. Should I go back? Should he go back? What would you do? To the to the uh, to the. Um, I'll give you a clue on what the store was, okay? Uh, the the store, suit. this is not actually the name of it, but it'll give you a clue. It's the Revised Military Store, okay? All right, the Revised Military Store. All I right? know where that's at. Yeah. Anyway. Did you know, Dr. D? Yes, sir. That's no, it. I didn't know. What? <laughs> well, if you've listened to the last 500 and two shows. And I <laughs> you have. You know, this is our favorite time of year, Dr. D, and I, the, the fall. Oh. And, the, and the holidays are coming Woo-hoo! up. And I got some, I want to go over some good holiday ideas for you, but. Sweet you potato that pie. That's all I day, can say. I wonder if this is a sweet potato pie. <laughs> oh, you, you, so no apple pie for my mom this year. For oh, no. No, 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 yes. <laughs> no, you just said sweet apple pie. Well, sweet I want that too. potato pie. Maybe I took it you for granted. You want both. I'm sorry, Franny. I, I don't want to take you for granted. And I love the little hearts she puts on top. Yeah, that my, is so my cool. My mom makes the best oh, mom's apple pie. Yeah. Speaking of my mom, mm-hmm. this is kind of, uh, this is interesting. I didn't know this and I didn't believe her, my mom, uh-huh. until I witnessed it for myself. Uh-oh. She gets up every morning. Oh my God. The sun hasn't, doesn't come up for two hours and she's up. <laughs> my stomach gets physically ill if I get up that early. <laughs> um, th- then she does this walk down in Shoreline Park. Mm-hmm. And on the t- on at Ledbetter Point, there, you know, overlooking the cliffs, overlooking the ocean, every morning, it depends, but like twenty people, 15, ten to twenty people mm-hmm. gather, and they watch the sun come up over the horizon. It's a sunrise club. Oh wow! Um, and I wonder if this is—I've seen, you know, this happen in like other countries mm-hmm. and stuff. I've seen shows or or heard of this, but I never really witnessed. And I'm like. Come on. I'm like, they all what they, and then they clap, you know? And Okay, this is where I saw this in Hawaii. They did this when I was building Fleetwoods. Oh, wow. Uh, but I'm like, okay, come on. So I one morning I, I did a walk with her, uh, and that, uh, there they are. There are all these people facing the sun, waiting for it to come, and, and it barely just, you know, the orange sliver yeah. starts to come up, and, you know, they're all what. What is that? I mean, that's very cool. But what what motivates that? Is that like I've am I 
I would just want to see, I mean, and we should all see those sunrises. I just wish they came in like mid-afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, the plus with uh, heading into the, the later uh, later months of, of a year and the earlier months of a year is that the sunrise is later in the morning, uh, but not enough for your... It time of year. They, they all show up for this. I know, morning. I know. No, I think it is, uh, number one, uh, it's their effort as individuals to take time as the phrase goes take time to smell the roses or to watch a sunrise or in some cases a sunset to appreciate what we have on this planet and if more people would do that maybe we might have a little bit more uh, compassion and kindness and understanding for and of one another as well as for the planet and take better care of I it. I totally agree. What's up with you crazy people? <laughs> <laughs> you crazy Sunrise Club people. I actually, we should get, we should bring a couple in and yeah, uh, you absolutely. Know, my mom probably sees them every day. So mom, Franny, and, and, and talk I, to some of them. Let's get, let's find out what this is all about. But Mar- I think Mariel Hemingway, remember she talked about grounding where yes. you, every morning she would put mm-hmm. her feet on the ground yeah. and you get so much energy from that. There's a whole film about it. I watched it because I got interested. Um, and uh, and I think, what did I see? Robert Downey Jr. at his house, he does this. And anyway, so it's a whole thing on grounding. But I mm-hmm. think I remember she would sit there and watch, Mariel every morning would watch the sun come up in Malibu and do the same thing. But there was like an energy they they believe they got from for yeah. the day oh, from yeah. that sun yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. rise. And and that may be true. I don't know if, if you're aware of this. It, I don't know if this happens every morning and evening or not. But let's say that uh, we have calm winds prior to sunrise and sunset. That as the sun is coming up, you will start to feel the wind, a slight breeze kick up, and then it'll diminish because the sun is now starting to heat up the air just a little mm-hmm. bit, and so it causes the, the mm-hmm. movement and so forth. And That morning air is sweet. Yeah, it sure. is. It really is. Uh, and I have to say that, <clears throat> that uh, I have been thoroughly uh, enjoying both the evenings uh, as well as the mornings up on the hill. Uh, we don't get sunrise until way after the uh, official uh, time of sunrise because of the hills around us. So the sun doesn't even start coming through our front door until after 7 o'clock in the morning right mm-hmm. now here in October, early November. But it just fascinates me to watch these, these this cycle uh, to be, uh, so to speak, uh, sort of involved with what's going on in the universe, you know, in our own solar system. Yeah, and it sounds kind of weird. But the sun, I, I, I was driving the other night, and the sun yeah. was going down, and mm-hmm. there was that like the the fog had rolled in a little bit. So is that dark? You know, how it gets like dark. Yeah, clouds. Or oh whatever, yeah, and then there's like, but there's like red or gold coming through. Is that not gorgeous? And then the, and the sea smoke. Mm-hmm. Which I love that sea smoke. That idea. One of my favorite wines, by the way. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh okay. Wines, hey. Sea smoke. Um, uh, interesting. I and it's so beautiful. And I thought, before. God, how many? I miss all every single one of these. Yeah, because. Sunrises are too early. <laughs> Darn it. And sunsets are right at dinner time. <laughs> I mean, uh, can you put these things in better time, for, like where I could enjoy them, please? That's well, for you, in a few years, uh, your uh, dinner time will be more around 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then you'll go take a nap. 
<laughs> and that's quite a number of years away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they put them in the middle of the day like I really like, yeah. that's my nap time. So, I mean, <laughs> we just can't win. <laughs> Where we need to put them is at midnight when I can't fall asleep. All right, so we're going to come back. Did you know that it's an independent restaurant and bar month in October? As Ed McMahon would say, I did not know that. Well, I'm going to tell you all about it when we get back. new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel, I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
spring so high A newborn song on an old guitar And I know what it means to be alive Independent restaurant and bar month, Dr. D. That's what October is. Um, so, the IRC, the Independent Restaurant Coalition, uh, really helped out through the COVID and all the restaurants, you know, keeping a lot open. You know, um, a lot did close. A lot of them did close. But aside from the Independent Restaurant and Bar Month in October, the IRC launched a new series called Between the Lines. Dan Jacobs sat down with IRC co-founder and author Will Guadara to discuss the many lessons he's learned and he shared in his newly released book, Unreasonable Hospitality. Oh, wow. Um, you can go to tune in and listen to it uh, on their website. Okay, so check out, here, let me give you their website. Okay. Independent Restaurant Coalition is... And while he's looking that up, I, I, I do believe that uh, the IRA and the IRC are, are working together. And the IRA is the Independent Restaurant uh, Amalgamation. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I had hey, to throw that in. Uh, what know, is the website for the fault. IRC? I said we need to laugh more. That's right. <laughs> what is the IRC website? Uh, it is. How can I forget this? Well, independentrestaurantcoalition.com. Uh, there's also saverestaurants.com. Ah, okay. I, I can't believe I forgot that. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on. So... They recently attended the White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health, and they were joined with the IRC co-founder, Andrew Zimmern, the Environmental Working Group, the James Beard Foundation, and the Plant-Based Foods Association, in the, making a commitment to encourage chefs nationwide to offer at least one plant-based or vegetarian entree on their menus. There's a webinar on Wednesday, November 2nd at 3 p.m. And again, go to the website to uh, register. And you can join the representatives from the White House, Chef Zimmern, Chef Amanda Cohen of Dirt Candy, and Chef Nina Curtis of Plant Ish and Co. I'm, I'm curious. We'll have to do another show on this Dirt Candy Oh, I yeah, like that. that. That's interesting. That's a great, I, I think she's got a show on Netflix that uh, really, really good. I have to check that out. Anyway, please continue. So um, the independent restaurants out there, Dr. D, I don't know if you know this, but they represent the widest range of age, diversity, income, and opportunity in the United, United States, entire United States. Mm-hmm. And as one of the largest employers in the country... Independent restaurants have an opportunity to play a crucial role in increasing civic engagement in the 2022 midterm elections by encouraging friends, customers, and colleagues to vote 
So there are some critical choices, and this is why I bring this up, to make on November 8th. One-third of states have a U.S. Senate race on the ballot. All 435 members of the U.S. House are up for re-election. Half of the country's governors, secretaries of state, and attorney generals will will be up for election. And... Nearly all states have critical state legislative and local um, initiatives on the ballot. So check it out. Mm. Be there. Vote. Holidays. This is why I love this. Again, I love this this time of year. Mm-hmm. Got some good ones coming up. We got Halloween this weekend. Ooh. <laughs> Are you going to be anything, Doctor D? Uh, Besides your your great doctor self? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna You're I'm gonna, gonna take to, off the doctor's hat and be something else. Yeah, I'm gonna get a stethoscope and I'm gonna go out to a pumpkin patch and I'm gonna check the heartbeat of all the pumpkins. Do you, have you been to a pumpkin patch this year? Or do you normally go? I was no. just thinking I didn't go this year. No, and no. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. I'm out there, but I just like the idea. You yeah. know, like a chai latte. Well, I'm going to be out there this latte. year. I'm going to be, yeah, exactly. Pumpkin I'm spice latte. Take my chai, pumpkin spice latte. By the way, I found out from Sam Edelman on our farm, farm to table hour that uh, pumpkin spice contains no pumpkin. No. Uh, and it's just funny how it's they call the, it pumpkin the spice. Name and it smells like it and it tastes yeah. cinnamon or yeah. whatever. Uh, but no, I'm going to go out to the pumpkin patch. I'm going to be looking for the great pumpkin. Mm. And I swear he's coming this year. I swear he is coming. I saw Charlie Brown last year. I didn't see the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> 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 but I haven't gone this year. And I, I'm like, oh, my God. It's Well, I guess we still have another month, right? Pumpkin patches are probably around through Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. And then those corn mazes. Yeah. Where do you, you know? find those? I haven't. Well, I saw one <laughs> cornfield where they didn't get enough water and all of them were dead and lying on their sides. But then there was another one right next to it. Everything was as tall, as high as an elephant's eye, as they say, uh, when they talk about how tall a corn stalk is. It's as high as an elephant's eye. Uh, but <laughs> Who says this? I love, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I love. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your sources? Who are my sources? I'm sorry, but I, I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, that's a patient-client uh, confidentiality. So do you dress up for Halloween? Not, not usually, no. no. When was the last time you did? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's got to be... Oh, 20, maybe 30 years ago. Yeah. It's not a good thing for me either. It just wasn't. I mean, I can remember when I dressed up as a kid uh, and I dressed up as a clown, you know, with that one plastic mask that you have on your face. And um, that's really right now the only one I can think of. My mom made me the clown suit. That was how creative my mom was. And your mom was probably the same way or is even to this day. I mean, my mom sewed me a clown suit. She didn't go to the store and buy the kit that you buy. I do have a wig and glasses that I could go as Ben Franklin. I can see that. Yeah. And a clown. Yeah. I can see a clown a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Um, None taken. My very first, do you remember your very first Halloween costume when you were a kid? That's the one I'm thinking of is the no, clown. The that's clown. that's okay. my very first one that I can, th- I can remember. My, I was a uh, Batman. Remember the old, <sighs> when you get the plastic masks Yes. So you, you just put over your face With and the there's like a little the rubber back. in the yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like tight, it's like oh, pulled oh. your hair and all that. So. Oh, man. Anyway, that, I didn't like the jaw of Batman. Mm-hmm. So I had it cut off. So it was my jaw. My so you little, had a half, little boy's half mask, job. basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first. And, I, and then the, the last, and then I didn't have one, uh, a costume until 
college and I went as I went to we went we all went to a Dave Matthews concert in San Francisco. I was up there for the weekend visiting some college friends. And we went to a Dave Matthews concert and we all dressed up and I thought and I hadn't done it, and I, so I was Hugh Hefner. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I wore silk pajamas, and I never and a silk, you know, his robe. Uh-huh. And uh, I think I had a pipe. At I was going to ask if you I had lost. a pipe, yeah. yeah. But it was the most, at the concert, I was the most comfortable I'd ever been. I'm like, this is so cool. Nobody's looking at you because it's Halloween. Yeah. And then when I got home, I just passed out <laughs> in the pajamas. Like, I, it was like a... Three for one, you know, it worked in a lot of different ways. Last time I ever dressed up, though. Oh, so, but I'm thinking about coming up at La Paloma Cafe on November 1st is a special Dia de los Moretos. Moretos yes, the Day of the, the dead. dead. Right. At La Paloma Cafe. So, join them for the celebration. All evening, the restaurant's talented team, and I do mean talented, so such good friends down there, led by Chef Jeremy, uh, will be serving current menu favorites with a few traditional specials, in addition to cocktails created just for this special holiday. So everyone is encouraged to dress up in, how do you say it, Dr. D? Dia. Oh, de los, Dia de los Muertos. 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 Roll it's that tire. Yeah, I can't roll my tongue. <laughs> I can roll my car. <laughs> I can roll you. <laughs> I can't roll my tongue. <laughs> and also, so you come in that attire. Now, my sister at, at, at Four Seasons, when she was out there, she would every year for their celebration paint the faces. And she's an incredible artist. So. Go to her Instagram, Jennifer Higgins, our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Probably have to scroll way, way down there. But the art, you know, the she paints the faces like you know the skulls and the 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 wispy, you know that yeah. that whole that art look. I think I'm going to ask her to paint my face, hers and my mom's and whoever else wants to go with us, and um, and go down to this. I think it might be kind of fun. It'll oh, be yeah. my next. Every oh, decade, I, uh, yeah. every couple decades, I dress up. Um, you're also encouraged to bring a photo of a loved one to be included in a very special mm. altar. Uh, That's cool. They encourage you to reserve your table. So go to uh, La Paloma Cafe. That's what I might be doing. Uh, we tried to go up. I know we got to take a break, but real quickly, we tried to go up to the National up in... Uh, in Nevada, Nevada City, because mm-hmm. they have like the leaves change. I guess it, oh, it's yeah. like Vermont up there. Yeah, and the National um, has a a really cool the National Exchange Hotel in Nevada City has a really cool Halloween uh, spectacular up there during this time. So if you're up this weekend. Um, they only had available Friday night or yeah. Sunday night, and it just didn't work travel-wise for right. me. But I'm gonna, I want to take us up there next year and and reserve a little bit earlier, and yeah. uh, let's do a show up that'd there. Be, that'd Apparently, be fun. it's haunted. How the hotel's haunted, and and it's one of the few places I actually know of because we spent Christmas uh, there. We we went to uh, Yosemite for the Bracebridge dinner at the um, Majestic. I, I don't know if it's called that anymore. In within the yellow. Uh, um, uh, uh, Yosemite. No, 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 no. Yellow. 
is it Yosemite? Yeah, Yosemite Forest. Yeah. Uh, for the Bracebridge dinner <clears throat> on uh, Christmas Eve, which was a spectacular evening. Then the next day, we drove up to Nevada City, where we stayed at a bed and breakfast there uh, in in Nevada City, and and stayed there for about three, four, five days, I think. And it's really a nice little town. It yeah, really is. I would beautiful. love to move up there. It's Golden such a beautiful glow place. of fall in Nevada City. Yeah. So listen to this the, for the Halloween. Haunted by History is what it's called. Uh, October 1st and 15th only. For two special weekend engagements in October, book a two-night weekend stay at the National Exchange Hotel and gain exclusive access to a candlelight tour with a resident history expert and GM, Anthony Jones, highlighting the 170-year storied past of this local icon from famous and infamous guests to the tales of past inhabitants rumored to still haunt. These fabled halls. Ooh. We'll be right back. You can keep moving on like you do. The road goes as far as the eye can see. I won't stand in your way. What's the good in that? And the flowers in that bed, they're drooping and dying. And Fading away It's where there's no good For growing things Sick of leaving things half done Leaving things half said oh, Sick of leaving things half done Leaving things half said oh, I am I am trying Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. CoreRadio.rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are Girl Named Tom. Go to GirlNamedTom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. The Jeremiah Show.
123 I'm live. 123 321 ABC uh, and the Michael Jackson theme <laughs> from the uh, Jackson 5. Exactly. I've, I've oh. got to mention the National Exchange Hotel up there in Nevada City, Dr. D, is owned by local Santa Barbara resident and restaurateur. Really? Charlotte quotes Sherry Villanueva. Hmm. Oh, cool. Did you know Sherry's, I'm going to put it out there in the public, I uh, hope you don't mind this, Sherry Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte's a real name, and everybody calls her Sherry. That, it became a nickname, I guess, and she told me um, her name's Charlotte. Oh, wow. I, I like Charlotte. Well, That's yeah, Charlotte. I think it's a good name. You know, yeah. it's also a good name for a spider, you know, Charlotte's, Charlotte's Web. Web. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, speaking of Halloween, mm-hmm. um, Thanksgiving, oh my God, I can't wait for the good food, and Christmas is all coming up. I think I'm going to go down this year to the, uh, there's that, up here in Santa Barbara, the Parade of Lights, awesome in, in the oh, yeah. harbor there. But, and and I've got some friends, Fab and Stephanie, if you're listening, uh, I do plan on being on your boat. Don't forget to invite me. <laughs> your new boat. Um, down in at the observatory, back up there at Griffith Park, that area. Mm-hmm. There's a group of a few miles of homes that that really outdo themselves. I guess they're it's you know famous around the world for de- decorating for Christmas. Yeah. So you feel like you're going through like this village, you know, in the snow and the and the homes all lit up and the lights. Uh, I think I'm going to do that this year. I, I once did it, almost did it with a girlfriend. We went and got Starbucks and talking, you know, the smells, the pumpkin spice. I was going to say pumpkin spice. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we, we we drove up and um, it was like this. Super, not romantic or just just it's a just cool, yeah, yeah, cool night. Um, <clears throat> well, and uh, <laughs> uh, we drank our drinks before we got there. We both had to go to the bathroom, but we turned around and we never did it. <laughs> oh man, because <laughs> the line was so crazy. And once you get in, you're yeah. in there for like an hour oh, looking yeah. at all these homes. It's not a thing that I'm normally into, but I just feel like if this is a good year to, for all of us to like. You know, bring yep. back the traditions exactly, and, and uh, new and old, and uh, hang out with friends and family, and kind of celebrate life. What well, do you we think? we did that last year for Christmas. Of course, I went back to Phoenix to spend time with my eldest sister before her passing, and the rest of the family. And that was one of the things that we all did. We piled into a couple of cars. My younger sister, youngest sister Mary, she put together this incredible map. We still got lost, but it was still a lot of fun. And we saw some incredible places. And the last stop we made, I think it was the last stop, was at the house of a gentleman who apparently worked for Disney there in Mesa, Arizona. And his house, two-story house, and this thing... I don't know. It could have been four or 5,000 square feet. What's that? The Matterhorn in the backyard? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But he had lights and music and caricatures in the yard and even had a pole. Uh, There were poles out by the, the, uh, the sidewalk that at one point in the presentation, they would fire off snow into the yard. Oh, nice. During this one particular song. I mean, it was a spec. So I mean, we used to do that when we were kids, only we wouldn't pile in the car. We'd walk around the neighborhood because most everybody was putting up Christmas lights in their in their yards. Mm-hmm. Now, nothing like today. But even ba- but back yeah, then, some of these people go. It, it's a competition. Oh it's like the uh, Chevy Chase movie. <laughs> um, Christmas vacation. Yes, Christmas vacation. Oh, Speaking Lord. of, I want to finish up the show here. Yes. by I need some help. 
Yes. What <laughs> should I watch, <laughs> listeners? What should I watch? I have watched everything, I think, but I've got a couple. I'm not going to just take your ideas. I'm going to give you something back if you okay. ever watch um, some shows that I recommend. Mm-hmm. Dr. D, I think you'd like this one. It's called Normal People, and it follows Marianne and Connell from different backgrounds, but the same small town in Ireland. Oh, yes, yes, As yes. they weave in and out of each other's romantic <laughs> lives and start to grow up. So it, it, it's, it's only a 12-part series. It's based on it's only. the best-selling book by Sally Rooney. It has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good if you know Rotten Tomatoes. Right. right? It's a, an Emmy-nominated Hulu original series. It's a New York Times bestseller. And it's a stunning novel about the transformative power of relationships. This is by People Magazine. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's uh, also it, the author is, again, Sally Rooney. Uh, she wrote Conversations with Friends. She's a master of the literary, literary page turner. Master. Says Jay Courtney Sullivan. Yeah, I just liked it, but I do got to warn you, it's mature audiences only. <laughs> um, half of it, they're naked. Oh. <laughs> so warning, uh, don't watch it with your kids. And uh, But it's good. It's re- like, I think you'd like it. They, they small Irish town, then Dublin, then they're in, um, in Italy. And nice. uh, that's part of Ireland, Switzerland. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're all over, but it's it's beautifully shot and it had a great soundtrack. I use a lot of the music on uh, today's soundtrack. All right. So then that's one I recommend. I've never seen this before. OK, 100 percent Rotten Tomatoes. And I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is usually pretty accurate. Well, no, I'm like confused I, because if it's Rotten Tomatoes and you get 100%, that to me tells me it's no good. You stay away no, from it. No, it means it's. The okay. viewer, like the viewers, vote on Rotten right. Tomatoes. Like you, me, we yeah, all say. Yeah, but the name is deceptive. Right, but a hundred percent means <laughs> it's darn good. Darn good. By every, everybody liked it. Okay. Okay. And anything under eighty, mm-hmm. I'd avoid. Yeah. <laughs> from my experience. Now, if this is from viewers, I could accept their their assessment. Critics, nine times out of ten, if they hated it, I loved the movie, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Exactly. So that's why Rotten Tomatoes. I've, I kind of go by them as like I don't know what's the what's the term here, like God or the the Bible or the yeah. Scripture or whatever. Yeah. Whatever they whatever the, that score is. Yeah. If it's above eighty two, I try to stay in eighty two to. I've never seen a hundred. All right. Are you are you curious about what the show is? Yes. It's called The Bear. The Bear. A young chef from the fine dining world comes home to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop after a heartbreaking death in his family. A world away from what he used to, the character Carmi, must balance the soul-crushing realities of small business ownership, his strong-willed and... uh, (laughs) the strong-willed kitchen staff and his strained familial relationships all while grappling with the impact of his brother's suicide who who owned this cafe mm. as Carmi fights to transform both the shop and himself he works alongside a rough around the edges kitchen crew that ultimately reveals itself as his chosen family this is the most real- realistic show I've seen on uh, a, a kitchen mm-hmm. and, a, and a little family independent restaurant 
It's really good. It's got 100% Rotten Tomatoes, mm. which, again, as we said, is great. But it's also getting critical acclaim. And uh, we're in talks, Mr. Restaurant, Will Knox is in talks with um, – the uh, actors and the chef who trained the actor in this role to come on the Jeremiah show. So look forward to that and season yeah. 10. Again, um, last I got keep breathing, which is on Netflix. I think I've seen that. Good. When a small plane crashes in the middle of the Canadian wilderness, a lone survivor must battle the elements and her personal demons oh, to stay alive. Yeah, It was good, right? It there was, was a, spectacular was scenery. Only like episodes. Netflix is a yeah. short, short series. Yeah. Spectacular cinematography. Good story. Great acting. Melissa Barrera. Um, I love the subtle, like... Like, I don't know if you got this, but like she goes through, she she battles, she's had a bad uprising, right, with her parents. So, so like it, it takes the the outdoors and the things she's, the challenges she's, and then matches them with what, what happened in her life as kind of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. But at the end, she, I don't want to ruin it for you, but she falls into a river. And I love that scene because it remind that to me was kind of like a cleansing, like she... Yes. Her father appears to her and says, just say goodbye. Sometimes you just got to say goodbye to people. Yeah. You can't yeah. live your whole life going back and going, why wasn't it this way? Just say goodbye. And she does this, falls into the river. And it was like a, to me, it was almost like one of those, like it, she, it's, she's being cleansed. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but the keep breathing was good. And then just for silliness to laugh and have a last laugh like Dr. D and I try to do before mm-hmm. we go to sleep. Not together. We're in separate homes. <laughs> 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 We're not sitting there watching Two and a Half Men or Seinfeld together. Two and a Half Men. I can't believe uh, they could not make – this show could not be written t- today. And I-, I wish I was here on Monday when when uh, Jamie um, Widows was here mm-hmm. with Tim oh, yeah. to ask because Jamie Widows directed, I think, most of these Two and a Half Men episodes. Yeah. And – I would have loved to ask, you know, could that be made today? I don't think it could with the political correctness. No, you know, I don't think so. Thing. Anyway, that's a laugh. That's a real <laughs> two and a half minutes, just something to laugh at. Keep Breathing. Uh, again, my recommendation, The Bear. It's on Hulu. Keep Breathing's on Netflix and Normal People on Hulu. What do you got for me, Doc? D? What are you watching? Well, I personally, I do like the uh, the Peanuts specials. Oh, yeah. I, you know, and of course, I grew up as a kid watching oh, all of no, the, the Claymation. I for 30 years. I should watch those. Oh, yeah. That's uh, good. And of course, all of the Claymation, mm-hmm. prog- like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right. Uh, Fro- uh, I didn't, I don't really care that much for Frosty the Snowman. That was uh, kind of dark, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a little bit, yeah. Um, I do like the one with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn uh, about uh, Santa Claus. And the kids that uh, they 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 sort of stow away on the sleigh, uh, and and of course this is all this kerfuffle over this this star on top of the Christmas tree at the North Pole. Oh, and one of the one. I can't remember the name of it now. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I'm gonna find it. I will. And while you're looking for that, I I still enjoy, <clears throat> although it's not quite as much fun. You know, it's not really a fun movie to watch, but it's still enjoyable because it has a great message. And, of course, that's It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the which Christmas is... Christmas Chronicles? Christmas Chronicles, so yes, part sir. part one and part two, it looks yeah. like. It's really... I, I really enjoy it. I, especially, I like Kurt Russell and Goldie. 
you know? Um, and I love the fact that their relationship has lasted. Are they still together? Yeah, as far as no I know, way. they are. Really? Which is fantastic. But it's a, it's a fun movie to watch, especially part one. That's a good idea. Watch yeah. some Christmas movies and uh, uh, Oh, and... The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Also, I think it's a good cartoon. I'm, I mean, see, Which I one? like the cartoon type and, of course, the claymation and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, well, of course, one of my favorite characters from Rudolph, <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the program, uh, it's uh, it's the Jack in the Box. Oh, on the island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think with with that, that, we should take a break. With that, we're taking a break. Do we have to come back? Yes, we do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess we'll be back. Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hux from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your loved home. you need help with your restaurant or hospitality business, see how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Hey, this is Jeff Stunk Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We are about to wrap it up and say goodbye. There's a new social coffee bar that opens up in Santa Monica. It's called Please Enjoy. Ooh, Check it out. I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't pronounce these guys' names. <laughs> Jared Meisler and filmmaker <laughs> Marius Markovicius. Close enough for government work. Yeah. That's, uh, anyway, it's, it's a new coffee shop if you're in santa monica check it out it's called please enjoy it's a perfect time to be drinking coffee and walking around in santa monica in my opinion they're in those nice you know if you if you get a chance watch the uh sunset there over the pier and then you can hear the kids and everybody screaming on that ferris wheel (laughs) (laughs) it's good it's a good time (laughs) yeah well I guess we'll be back next week with show 500, a uh, special yeah. three-hour episode. You don't have to listen to them all, th- all three hours at once. Uh, but we'd, although, we'd enjoy it if you did. Although, well, we would. And uh, if you do, who knows? Maybe there's a prize or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got Jeremiah Show coffee cups, too, by the way, now. We've just got a new stock in. I'm looking forward to those. Yeah. All right. You know, Pour well, my uh, chai latte into that. Dr. Dean, your final words here? Thanks for... Thanks for uh, being here you bet thank you for uh, returning i appreciate your returning it makes the show so much more interesting um so that cardboard cutout exactly the cardboard cutout was really dull uh but i would say first of all uh looking forward to seeing you next month uh because the next time we get together it will be november and uh we will be uh heading through the second full month of autumn uh, since it started in mid-late September, and it'll go till mid-late uh, uh, December. And we'll be heading towards Thanksgiving and uh, the rest of those holidays in December. Uh, and um, I'm just looking forward to having lots of fun in our second uh, second half K, yeah, as we too. call it. Mike, <laughs> oh, wow, I'm so excited. I started coughing and choking. <laughs> Mike Gormley has four new interviews coming out. It's been a little while since he's been back, so just to look forward to that. Uh, Mike Gormley, yeah, and Tim Stack. TV's it's TV's Tim, Tim Stack. TV, it's radio with TV's Tim Stack. Oh, that's right. He's interviewing actress Lynn Stewart, so that's going to be. I look forward to that, and lots more coming up. We will see you next week, everyone. Everyone out there, please communicate, but listen more. Yes, and evolve. It's gonna feel real good, alright? Most dope. Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. One, two, three, four. This is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all.
Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm a good man. This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.